0: hey y'all hey it is i laquisha the host of black girl abroad podcast and i am back with the first episode of season two yes do a little dance do a little dance do a little dance i am back from south africa i am back from qatar or as they pronounce it out here qatar okay and i I am back doing what I love to do, which is broadcasting, sharing my knowledge and information, and talking. Okay, duh, let's be real. I love to talk. So with this episode, we have a lot planned. I have a lot to talk about. And let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. Well, yes, everyone, I am back from George, South Africa. And let me tell you if you have never, ever, 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 ever been to Africa, you are truly missing out. Okay, beautiful scenery, beautiful and majestic animals, wonderful weather. I love every morning getting up and looking at the mountains and. Watching the clouds as they phase out over the mountains. I mean, it was truly breathtaking. The clean, fresh air. Um, And most of all, most of all, y'all, I was reunited with family. I didn't even know I had. Like, hey, family back home. Away. Away, family back home. I am just in love, in love, in love, in love with South Africa. Um, over the Christmas break, I had the opportunity to visit George, South Africa, which is about a two-hour flight from Johannesburg, a two-hour flight, um, from Cape Town. So, it's in between. Um, George is also known as the Garden Route, so it has a lot of the green scenery that you saw in a lot of my pictures. Um, it had the seaside, so we went to almost, Every beach that I was told about. Now, I could be wrong. But we went to every beach. Um, Muscle Bay, Bits Bay. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful places. I don't remember the name of the beach we went to at night. But still, just majestic, just beautiful. I mean, I am a water person. So, for me, sitting on the beach, looking at the waves rolling, looking at all the different... um sea creatures and looking at all the formation of the rocks and the I mean it was it was everything to me. It was everything, okay? Um but again, like I said, shout out to my family, papa, mama, you know, sister, McKK, yes, baby, those are my girls, Miss Colette. Yes, baby, those are my girls, honey. And we had a good time. Okay, we had a good time in George. Next time I come to South Africa though, listen. I'm hitting up Johannesburg. Okay, I have to see um Mandela's house and things like that and I'm also hitting up Cape Town. So, best believe South Africa, I'm coming back, okay? And recently, I took a trip to Doha, Qatar. And let me tell you, Doha is amazing. Like that was the benefit to living overseas for me the benefit was to travel okay and i thank god that i have been able to travel and see so much of the world um since being here in kuwait since august i have been to three different countries i've been to uae I've been to South Africa, and last weekend, I just came back from Doha, Qatar. And Doha, as I've been describing to everyone, is that perfect balance. And what do I mean? Here in Kuwait, the social scene is not that great. Yes, we make the most of it because, as we all know, your social environment is all about the people you're around. So because I'm a party person by nature, I like to have fun. That's just within me. I'm going to have a good time no matter where I am. But if we're being honest, Kuwait's social scene is not just what's hot. It's not popping. If you're a hookah person, then you will love Kuwait. Because you can smoke shisha, you can smoke hookah all day long. Me, mm, not so much. You know, I'm more of a drinker. That's more of my speed. Um, and then with me being in the UAE twice, um, cause I've been to Dubai twice and Abu Dhabi once with me going there, I kind of felt like Dubai is overly too much to do. You know, like they're overly selling the dream of the middle East, middle East, middle East, but yet we're a hip middle East. So we got all these clubs and we got all these events and we do all this stuff and we do. And so for me, Like, again, because I'm a party person, yes, I I enjoy Dubai very much, but it's so much to do. So, Doha, to me, is that perfect balance in between no social life to too much of a social life, if that makes sense. And the people there are so nice. It was so amazing seeing people that look like me in Doha. Yes, but they are of every culture and they are of Muslim faith. And it was so nice just seeing them—they all brown skin and almondy, yes, looking like me, <laughs> looking like me. So that made me feel comfortable, of course, because um, we gravitate to people who we, you know, um, think that we we can relate with. Um, and also, what I loved about Doha, just like with South Africa, the clean air—you can you can smell the cleanliness, like in the air. I think because in Kuwait of the sand is so it's very dusty um, so you don't really get to breathe in that clear mist air unless it's just rained here but in Doha it was just amazing I love the water oh again surrounded by water Doha um, Qatar I'm sorry is actually right on the peninsula um, so three sides surrounded by water so I was in love automatically um, And I love the food, OMG. Let's talk about Restaurant 800 Degrees, where we had some meatballs. And when I tell y'all those meatballs were off the chain, man, man. And I've had some amazing food since living in Kuwait. From Kuwait to South Africa, baby, South Africa. First of all, let let me backtrack, let me backtrack, let me backtrack my girl berries is spoiled okay y'all because let me tell you something if i had a mama like that cooking for me three meals a day baby i wouldn't go nowhere either okay let me tell you in south africa i had those home cooking meals i mean they just touch your soul like you could tell everything was made with love in doha we had amazing food Uh, amazing restaurant quality food I mean I had lobster I had shrimp I had crabs I had like a whole little seafood boil and the food was good like don't get it twisted it was good the drinks in Qatar let's let's talk about that because like I told you earlier I'm more of a drinker than I am a smoker like I indulge in shisha but it ain't just my thing but the drinks in Qatar, oh, baby. When I tell you those drinks were com, like, I was nervous because going to Dubai, the drinks were very watered down. And so I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I'm going to go to the duty-free shop and get me a bottle, blah, blah, blah. Well, surprise, surprise, Qatar did not have duty-free shopping um, for alcohol. So you had to buy the, the um, drinks at the bar but the drinks were really good y'all like when i tell you really good either i haven't drunk in a long time like i haven't drank in a long time or the drinks was just really good and i'm gonna be honest with you i think the drinks were just really really good really good so shout out to those bartenders because y'all did the damn thing okay but that's just been a little bit of my travels i'm excited to say that in march your girl And the rest of the members of Cancer Gang, gang, we are going to Thailand, baby. We are going to shut it down, okay? And, of course, there's some more trips planned throughout the year. But, again, my goal, my number one goal, more than becoming a counselor, (laughs) was to travel the world. And I'm so grateful to be here in Kuwait where I can do just that. Do what I love professionally And counsel and see this wonderful world that God has created. So, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I want to make sure I let everyone know that it is 2019. And I want y'all to have a happy new year. Do not let people tell you, oh, new year, new me, don't say that whack shit. You say that. Because if that's what you honestly want to manifest in your life, a new you, then do that. Don't let people discourage you. They get on my nerves doing that to people. Like, let these people be new in 2019, even if it only lasts to the end of January or the end of March. Let them be new for however long they want to be new. Okay. (laughs) I know for me this year, I told myself I wanted to do more in a positive manner when it comes to my physical appearance. I feel like over the past, what, three or four years, I have been making moves to really transform myself. Um, I know in 2017, I really worked on my... Emotional and mental stability. Um, I used to get very, very quick to anger. Um, I would listen to respond instead of listening to understand and seek knowledge. And so I had to work on myself emotionally um, in order for me to transition my life into where I wanted it to go. Um, And then 2018 is when I worked on the spiritual um side of me um and that doesn't mean that you don't always have like god with you what that means when you're working on yourself spiritually is you're becoming more in tuned and inclined to what god is ordering you to do in your life because as we all know god is the director of our lives god is completely the director of our lives but we are the authors we can create our own stories and before using God as my director I was trying to be my director and my author and the starting role and all these the production and everything and it wasn't working out it was not working out not in my love life not in my career not in my finances it wasn't working out so I said look I'm gonna have to hand over something and so in 2018 I said God order my steps and truly order them and I'm going to follow seriously straight up and voila um here here i am in kuwait you know and here i am with all these different opportunities that have jumped my way um so 2019 i said i need to get on board with the physical transformation you know i've always been a very um voluptuous woman as i would say um I've always been very big boned as the older women would say back in the day. And in high school, I actually lost a lot of weight and I slimmed up and was real cute. Went to college, didn't gain freshman 15, didn't gain sophomore 20, whatever. It wasn't until my junior year and was trying to be grown, y'all, and I ended up getting on birth control that I really like blew up in my weight Um, and blew up to a weight that I really didn't like nor did I recognize and that kind of stayed with me throughout the rest of that my college um, life and into my adulthood my early 20s Um, so my weight has always fluctuated back and forth back and forth back and forth Um, but this time I told myself LaQuisha You are going to do something about this weight, and you're going to do something right now. Um, So I've been telling myself, I'm going from a caterpillar to a butterfly, a caterpillar to a butterfly. So recently, I received braces, um, because I wanted to correct my overbite that I've had since I was eight years old. Um, I started with the keto diet um and that's been working out. but then when you got when I received braces I wasn't able to eat certain things so then I had to resort back to eating like mashed potatoes and drinking smoothies and stuff like that um I've been very devoted to the Zumba and working out and so I'm proud to report as of right now february 2019 i am down 13 kilo now if you are trying to convert that to pounds that equals out to 26 pounds so i'm very happy to report that and again i'm not for sure how much has been keto let me tell you why because i was already kind of losing weight before just because out here the food is so much healthier um but what i will say what i will say is that keto has definitely made me more conscious of the sugar that i put into my body because i would let anyone know i love potatoes i think that has been the hardest thing for me to give up being on keto i can give up pasta no big deal i can give up sweets no big deal i can give up rice whatever you can have it but potatoes like bro you can mash them, you can bake them, you can fry them, <laughs> like, you can roast them, like, um, hello? Like, I've been having a hard time with that. But I will tell you, I have been more conscious of the other things that I put into my body. And so for that and keto, I'm grateful for it. I'm truly, truly grateful for it. Um, And this is how I know I'm on the right track you know, this is how I know that I'm doing what I need to do. Because yesterday, a butterfly was flying around me. Um, and it flew around me for about a good five minutes. And I was like, why does this butterfly keep harassing me? What is going on? And then the butterfly landed on me twice. It landed on my water bottle and then it landed on my phone. And that's when it hit me. I was like, Eureka! I've been saying how I want to go from a caterpillar to a butterfly, from a caterpillar into a butterfly, and this is God's way of saying you're on the right path, you're on the right track. So thank you, God, for those little subtle hints that you give us, which I wouldn't have been in in tune with had I not went through my spiritual breakthrough last year. Um, But this is just to say to y'all, Happy New Year. Do what you want to do in this new year. If you want to make some changes, if you want to be a new you, if you want to say the same old you, do that because you have the right to do that. Again, all I say is just do what you do, but make sure you are blessing others while you do it. All right? All right, y'all. There is nothing I thrive on more than a good challenge, especially when you make that challenge for yourself, okay? So, in 2019, I have made a reading challenge for myself. Yes, a reading challenge and not reading people for filth, okay? <laughs> no, not that type of reading, A actual reading book, pages, turning, you know, annotating, highlighting, making notes type of reading. So for 2019, I have made the challenge for myself to read 50 books. That is correct. 50 books. Five, zero. Now, those books can be actual physical books that I read or I'm allowing them to be audible books. Which is something that is amazing because you can use Audible books as you are traveling, as you are working out. If you are in a grocery store and don't want to listen to all the um, combustion going on in there, you can just simply put in your headphones and pick up where you left off on your Audible book. And now thanks to Taria, because one of my major complaints was I love physical books because I get to hold the book. I get the highlight. I get to write in them. And Taria said, you can do the same thing with Audible. And I was like, no, you can't. And she's like, yes, you can. And she showed me where you can highlight and save a particular moment in the book and then make footnotes about it. So best believe I have been utilizing that since she told me. Shout out to you, Taria Jackson. Yes, honey. She knows everything. Okay. Um, And I know what some of y'all are thinking. 50 books. I don't read. First of all, first of all, stop saying you don't read because that's not cute, okay? No judgment but judgment. Y'all, stop saying that you don't read because you show read the memes on social media and you show read the messy posts on social media. But see, it's all about what you're choosing to read, okay? I'm choosing to enrich my personal, professional, spiritual, you know, um, and just knowledge base, just overall knowledge base by reading 50 books um, this year. So far, my first book of the year was The Power of Positivity, and that book is written by John Gordon, the best-selling author of The Energy Bus, and this book talks about the power of positivity in leadership roles. And a lot of times we don't think of leaders and positivity when really we should, when really we, we should absolutely think about that. And we're not just talking about leadership in the workplace. We're talking about leadership in your house. We're talking about leadership in your finances. We're talking about leadership in your different relationships with people. And you always want those interactions to be positive. And my one good takeaway from this book that I have been quoting, I have been quoting since I've read this, okay, Um, is when he says, faith and fear both have the future in common. The difference is fear is looking towards the negative side of the future and faith is looking towards the positive side of the future. And when I read that, I was like, OMG, this is so profound. Like, I just, I fell in love. I fell in love with that quote. I fell in love with that saying. And I have been using it ever since because John is right. We cannot allow these things to take over what we're trying to do. And remember, if you are allowing God to be the director of your life, he's not going to steer you wrong. God is not going to lead you down a bad path. Again, like I said in previous podcasts before, he didn't say it was going to be a smooth road, which is what I'm learning, <laughs> but he didn't say he's going to lead you to bad times. And I am just grateful for that book. I love it. My second book that um, I come across was a book about communication, and it was actually an audible read. And this book was brought to my attention from a very well-known blogger and blogger on YouTube who goes by Naturally Fashionable, which she is also living in Kuwait right now with her husband. And the book was Make Him Beg for Your Attention, 75 Communication Strategies. And this was by Bruce Bryans. And in this book, it talked about all the different ways that a woman can effectively communicate with a man. Listen, (laughs) I don't even know what to say after that. I utilize this book wholeheartedly because lately, and I'm going to talk about that in the next segment, you know, me, your boy, Jerome, we've been going through y'all. And I had to like revert back to okay, what do I know about psychology? What do I know about counseling? And then I came across this book and I said, let me listen to this book and really take some key points from there. And in the book, he says some stuff that's so simple, but yet as women, sometimes we don't do it. And you know how I know we don't do it? Because not only do we not do it with men, we don't do it with each other as women. And so, I really enjoyed that book. I really enjoyed the strategies. My major takeaway from that book was everything he described as far as how a man shuts down, what makes a man shut down, what makes him not want to listen no more, what makes him tune out is everything I was doing to Jerome. <laughs> Sorry, babe. was everything I was doing to Jerome and I was getting that same reaction that he described in that book. So, yes, ladies, if you are looking to understand a man a little bit better, and not just a man, because I don't want people thinking you do stuff for a man. But if you want to learn how to communicate better, period, you need to listen to that book or read that book. A very short listen it's about a two-hour audible listen. Maybe reading, maybe about three or four hours. Um, My third book was The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, which we all know her from TGIT. She is the lady who has taken over Thursday nights, okay? And listen, that book was also an Audible book, and that book was about a six-hour Audible book. Um, so, of course, it took me maybe the course of a week to truly listen to um, the book. But I absolutely loved, 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 loved the Year of Yes. And there was so many parts in the Year of Yes that I gravitated to, that I bookmarked, and I made my little notes. And I mean, the book absolutely spoke to giving yourself the chance, giving yourself the opportunity, giving yourself the, the capability to do these things, and a lot of times we're so quick to say no. We're so quick to say no, no, I don't wanna do this, I don't wanna do that. I'm not doing this, mm mm. You ain't making me do this, no, da da da. And a lot of times when we say no, not only are we hindering ourselves, but we are also scaring other people from wanting to do those things. I know so many times I said no to things that I look back on, and I'm like, it just wasn't my time, God, I get it. But honestly, and during, my, and during my spiritual awakening in 2018, really towards the end of 2017, I kind of had my year of yeses moment, like, you know, Chandra, because I just noticed that I started saying yes to everything. Like, I just started saying yes to everything, not really caring what other people thought of me saying yes to certain things, and what I've noticed is I have given myself That freedom. One part that she really touched on with me was. One of the reasons why she would always. um, In one chapter. I believe it's chapter 10 or chapter 11. Where it's saying yes to no. And it was so profound. Because I'm like girl. We supposed to be talking about saying yes. Saying yes. Saying yes. And here you are with a chapter talking about saying no. And honestly that chapter was so profound. Because. A lot of times we say yes to the wrong things. And that's basically what the chapter was talking about. How we say yes to the wrong things. And how she had a friend who asked her for a huge lump sum of money. Um, She didn't disclose how much money. um, But it must have been very significant. And she said that she really had to ponder and think about it for a while. But she finally ended up telling her no. And she left it at no. She didn't give an explanation behind it. She didn't say, well, give me two months or, you know, she left it at no. And she said in saying no, her fear behind saying no was the reaction. But once she received the reaction, she was like, oh, that's it. This is what I've been scared of the whole time. And I think a lot of us sometimes we do fear saying no. You know that is the number one understood thing in all languages across the world. The word no. You say no. You shake your head. Mm mm. You know you you put that finger up and you wagging it from side to side. Everyone understands no. Okay. So we have to understand that there is power in giving a yes to no. There is power. If you have been in a relationship way longer than you supposed to, give yes to saying no (laughs) to that relationship. If you are like me and fed up with being um, the weight that you are and you want to be healthier, you want to be sexier, you want to be finer and all these things, give yourself the power of yes by saying no to certain lifestyles. And that's as simple as that. So I just think I'm really learning, y'all. I'm learning as I'm reading these books. The fourth book that I am reading, even though I started it last year, is actually the book club book for um, Black Girl Abroad. And that's You Are a Badass. And y'all, I know what you're saying. Y'all have been hitting me up on IG hard talking about what's up, why you ain't been posting all this stuff. I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. (laughs) But I am finishing up that book. We're going to finish up our book review with parts four and parts five this weekend. And then I'm going into the fifth book out of the 50 books. And that is Black Privilege Opportunity Comes to Those Who Create It by Charlemagne the God. This is a New York Times bestselling book. And I have not started reading it, but from what I've read, the reviews and different people who have read the book they said that he really put his all in this book he was very transparent he let it all out there and he talked about some ways to really get the black person on some new stuff okay it's time my that dumb stuff getting black people on some bigger and better type shit And that's what I'm all about too, Charlemagne. So I can't wait to read that book. If you are interested in joining me on this book challenge, it does not have to be 50 books, people. It can be however many books you can tolerate. But just do more or read more than you did last year. So if you didn't read none last year and you read one this year, guess what? You're not already up your game. Okay? Because I'm telling you, they've always said, if you want to hide any information, and I'm not just going to say from a black person if you want to hide information period from people they put it in books pick up a book and read because reading is what fundamental really quick i want to give a shout out to my ladies my boss bitches that are doing it up on the podcast scene first and foremost i want to shout out these ladies because they are innovative they are talking about things that we have been scared and nervous to talk about as women as black women and you know what they are doing the damn thing so shout out first to the just live podcast that is hosted by jessica pates who is not only Okay, a fellow Preview AM University graduate twice, yes. But she's also my best friend, yes, girl. She has been doing it big, y'all, when it comes to mental health and talking about everything we need to know in the black community about how to preserve our peace, y'all. How to not live in fear, how to stop the negative self talk. Check out that podcast, y'all, seriously and truly. Um, and also, your girl, BGA, Black Girl Abroad. I will be making a cameo uh, appearance on one of her episodes, so look out for that. In addition, I also want, a, want to give a shout-out to my fellow Channelview graduate. You know, we went to high school together, and I have loved seeing this young lady's journey through social media, but my girl, Michola, who is the host of the Bombshell Podcast. She is phenomenal. And when I tell you, she talks about everything from how to be a voiceover actor, to how to brand your own business, to now talking about how to travel for the low low, the cheap, okay? And that's actually the episode that I have made a cameo in and in a co-host appearance, um, on for her podcast so check out those two ladies show them love give them new subscribers and you know what if you want to start a podcast please 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 know that anchor is the platform that i use it is absolutely free you can download the app on your phone and start recording and it's as simple as that and you will be um premiered to several different podcasts platforms from spotify to itunes to google Podcasts to radio pocket i mean you name it your podcast is out there and they are getting the listeners and i'm so grateful as well because y'all know a lot of times i'm nervous when i take a break okay and i've taken a long hiatus from december to now to um start back up doing my podcast and Do you know since then my podcast has grown to over 1,000 listens and that's through all the different medias that I'm on. So I thank you all so much for the support and the love and thank you to everyone who found me randomly. Thank you to everyone who's just searching living abroad and came across my, my podcast. That makes me feel so so good to know that the information I'm spreading to you has helped and I've gained new uh, YouTube subscribers from it and new um, IG followers so thank you thank you thank you February 23rd 2019 will make six months since I have been living abroad in Mabula, Kuwait. And I can honestly say after a very blissful six months of being here, that I truly, truly, truly underestimated. (laughs) I don't think y'all was expecting me to say that, but I hella... Underestimated the effects living here would have on so many things in my life. I can, uh, I really cannot even begin to describe y'all. I mean, for example, so many people have been asking me about um, uh, they've been in my DM on IG and they're like, Hey, BGA. Um, What's going on? Why you haven't been posting as much? Where's your podcast? You don't have no new videos on YouTube. What's up with that? You didn't even finish Vlogmas. <laughs> like straight up, y'all. I had somebody call me out for not finishing Vlogmas. And first of all, I apologize about that, y'all, because I had a lot of good content, okay? And I was still recording. I just did not make the episodes. And I'm going to be honest with you, and any YouTuber knows this, and I've said this plenty of times, the very crucial thing when it comes to YouTube and being a YouTuber is the editing process. I can record stuff all day long. Do you understand? I can record going to the supermarket. I can record going to the bank. I can record coming back home, cleaning my house, packing my clothes, doing all of that stuff. But when it comes to sitting, sitting down in a quiet place and editing for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, even if I'm doing it on my phone or if I'm doing it on the software I have on my laptop, y'all, that is a daunting process. So automatically I'm turned off, okay, from posting videos because I don't want to do the editing portion. And it was so funny, the other day I read a meme on Facebook that really spoke life to me and I said, yes, this is my life right now. Because even when it comes to doing podcasts, even though you don't do as much editing, it still is time consuming. Coming up with your material, coming up with the right wording, and I don't know about y'all, but I'm very um, apprehensive about the things that I say. Um, cause I know sometimes I don't have a filter and also I know sometimes I'm country. So my pronunciation could be wrong. And especially now with me having braces, I find myself not liking to talk as much because I, I feel like my, um, words come out differently, even though people are like, no, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't know what you're talking about, but I feel that way, you know? And so the meme I came across yesterday said you will never always be motivated so you must learn to be disciplined and that means spoke so much to my soul you was like yeah this is god talking to me because lately i just have not been motivated i have not been motivated y'all and i'm sorry about that um even when it came to the different time zones and the effects that it would have on my body I completely underestimated that. Okay, if I am being real, being here in Kuwait has had an effect on a lot of my relationships. Not just with Jerome, okay, but also with my friends, also with family. And to be honest, a lot of times I notice that I'm the one sacrificing my sleep. So I can stay up and talk to them or stay up and call them or... You know, check in on them and see how they're doing. And a lot of times I do feel like that's not fair. Like, why am I the one up to two, three o'clock in the morning talking to you? And y'all know I got to be up for work at five. And y'all already know I'm not a morning person. But then that brings me to my next point, which is people just don't give a fuck. And and I'm not saying that to be rude. Okay. I know some of y'all probably looked at the, at the, um, Radio and was like, excuse you, but that's the honest to God truth. And and the thing is, I'm not saying it to be rude, I'm saying it to be honest. When a person moves abroad, and I've read this in an article on Facebook. Um, shout out to the Nomad Travel Group on Facebook, because y'all be posting some bomb articles that be hitting home for me, okay? And this article in particular talked about the downside to traveling. And in the article, the young lady, she's 26 years old. She has visited over 40 countries. And she was saying how people only see the good side, the pictures, the fact that you got all these stamps, the fact that you're more cultured, you've been different places, but they don't see the bad side. And she talks about that bad side being the effect that it has on your relationships with the people close to you. And in reading that, I was so like, yes, I can totally agree because I've already started to see a lot of the changes in the people around me. And it's not so much that they have changed because I'm not home, but I think they've changed because I'm changing, you know, and I, and, and you can feel that, especially if you're an intuitive person and you, you know, you, you can kind of tune in to how people are you can tell when people are changing and so i know for example i don't hear from a lot of my friends as much as i thought i would i don't hear from um and it's not so much that i don't hear from them well no it is i'm lying i'm lying to y'all um Or is that that they expect me to always be the one to initiate the phone calls and the text messages? Because the famous line I always hear is, oh, I'm still trying to get used to this time change. Yeah, I, I, I was on a long pause for a reason. Because in my head, I'm like, but you have a world clock on your phone. And now... Technology has made it so easy to go to the app, search Kuwait, add it to your world clock and boom, you will see that I'm eight hours ahead of you, boo. And guess what? You can call like you can text like you can do all that around this time. Like it's not that difficult. And I don't know, maybe it is. Maybe that is the side of me expecting people to put their lives on pause, you know, and they're supposed to just wait for me to come home. And that's not what's been going on. Um, And I know, especially in my relationship with my significant other, we've already been long distance. We talked about this before on the episode with him, Love Overseas. We've already been long distance. We're used to that. But being here and that time difference, y'all, that eight hour time difference. So when I'm winding down at night and I'm falling asleep on the phone, he is up and alert and just got off work and vice versa. If he's calling me in the morning, you know, when it's five o'clock in the morning here, he's winding down at night and he's already not a night owl. So he goes to sleep literally as soon as he calls me. Sometimes he sleep when he's calling me to wake up in the morning so yeah it causes strains on on things and I don't think it's on purpose I really don't think it's on purpose I honestly think it's because like I said people lives have to move on you know I've talked to so many people who have lived abroad and they said how when they went home over the summer, they were expecting the balloons and the, oh, girl, let's go hang out and let's do this, let's do that. And they never received any of that, ever. And to me, that scares me because I'm like, well, damn, I just know my people are going to be different, you know? And, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I don't know. Are they going to be different or is it going to be the same? Is it going to be where I get home and I'm like... Do, 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 and I'm twiddling my thumbs because ain't nobody hitting me up, or what is it? Um, and I know it's really, really, really hard. And what I really underestimated living abroad was how you'll actually have people who live abroad, um, but they don't go through the same things as you. You know, like um, I had to realize yesterday that I am actually a little slightly jealous of Sinead. Like, y'all know Sinead. She a part of the council gang, 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 gang. Gnomes goes global. Um, But I'm actually a little jealous of her, y'all, because, listen, every day, this girl is talking to her best friend on the phone, okay? Um, I think the first week she was here, she had someone come visit her like she got people making plans to come see her they meeting up in places like i'm like damn where my where my people at where they at like for real and uh, and it and it kind of starts to take a little toll on you a little bit because you like i know i'm loved but but i'm not being shown that i'm loved like i know you 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 know you're proud of me i know that you care um you know, I know that you, you know, are bragging on me to other people. Like, I get that part, but it's like, you know, where where is that coming from? Like, where, when is that being reciprocated to the actual person, you know? And not trying to have a narcissistic moment, but these are honestly things that if you are going to move abroad, you really have to take into consideration. You have to... Because these are things that I was so oblivious to. And even though people told me, that's going to happen, that's going to happen. I was like, no, I'm different. Mm-mm, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. You know, I was on that 2 chains level. Like, I'm different. And no, it's it's turned out to be the same type of situations. Honestly, it's turned out to be where, you know, I'm like... I don't feel the love, y'all. I don't feel the love. And thankfully, um, you know, I have a tribe here. But like I said, it's nothing like yo people, yo people, people, you know. Um, Also, with that, I wanted to talk about how moving abroad and some of the things I underestimated was actually keeping up with vlogging. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. Trying to vlog... YouTube, um, podcast, merch, that has become a task on its own. That's, that's become a whole separate job. So I'm going to be honest with you. If sometimes you see that I have taken a little bit of a hiatus from posting and doing all these things and advertising for myself and doing all this, it's because honestly, I'm tired, (laughs) Like, I I couldn't find another word to really go along with that. Um, And it's crazy because I always want to make sure I am continuing to build and build and build and build. And the thing is, like Ron said in her book, The Year of Yes, when people look at you and think, oh, girl, you got it all together, You would be lying to them if you said, yes, yes, I have it all together. Because to be honest, when you are so great at one thing, best believe something else in your life is lacking. So when I first moved to Kuwait, I was so on it with posting and, you know, these captions and my hashtags and producing videos every week and producing podcasts every week. But I was sucking as a girlfriend and communicating I was sucking as a friend and texting back and I was sucking as you know a daughter and calling all the time so it's no way that you are able to do it all it's no way that you are able to really have everything on your plate and eat it you you just can't you just can't especially when you are constantly piling up stuff and let's be clear I am here for a job so my job also has their demands of me as well which I am happy to fulfill I love my job but sometimes with the demands of my job and then with my personal demands and then when trying to maintain these different relationships it's like girl I can't do it all (laughs) like I cannot do it all and so those are some of the things I truly did not take into consideration when moving abroad. I honestly just thought it was going to be all hunky-dory, peaches and creams, you know, eggs and grits. I thought that I was going to move over here. And if you needed me, I'm a phone call away. I'm a video chat away. But what I didn't think was going to happen was I'm falling asleep on those video chats (laughs) or... I'm, um, you know, falling asleep on those phone calls or I'm missing those phone calls because it's four o'clock in the morning and I'm asleep or, you know, I just didn't expect those things to happen. So those of you men and women, you know, looking to move abroad, take those things into consideration And I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm saying that to make you aware of the different changes that go on, you know, when you move abroad, because it gets real, especially when you are a great distance, like I am being in Kuwait and my family's in America. Now to my one friend, Barry's who lives in South Africa, there's only an hour time difference. So she's able to communicate with her people like that. But to the rest of us who are from Canada, who are from Jamaica, who are from America, that time difference is a a killer. Like, I ain't going to lie to you. It's it's rough. It's rough. But the thing is, what keeps me going is I know in my heart of hearts that my people love me. I do know that y'all love me, okay? I don't feel it all the time, but I know. I know for a fact that you love me. And also, let me tell y'all this while I have your attention. Family and friends, please stop saying you're going to come out here in the summer. Please, y'all. LaQuisha, a.k.a. BGA, a.k.a. Black Girl Abroad. I am not. I repeat, I am not going to be in Kuwait come June 1st all the way to August 24th when I have to come back. So, therefore, I want y'all to stop saying you're going to come visit me in the summer. Boo-boo, I am going to be in Jamaica, I'm going to be in New Orleans, and I'm going to be in Houston, Texas, okay? So if you want to see your girl, you can come to one of those three places. (laughs) You can come to one of those three places. Stop saying you're going to come out here in the summer. Ain't nobody going to be here. (laughs) I'm just saying, I've been getting that a lot, y'all. Y'all been, what's the prices for summer tickets? Girl, girl. Girl, who going to be here? They going to be cheap because ain't nobody going to be here. <laughs> I just had to say that, y'all. I just had to say that. But, again, I know for a fact that it's a higher purpose um, for me being in Kuwait. I know that for a fact. I know that this is not just for me to experience new things, but also it's for me to grow as a person. And I think that me going through these little trials and going through these little feelings of um, underestimating things and and not feeling quite the love that I want to receive from my family and friends like that, it's just helping me to grow stronger. And it's helping me to also reach out to them more. You know, I found myself... One time saying, okay, if I just got to stay up an extra little hour to call everybody I need to call and communicate with everybody I need to communicate with, then that's just what I'm gonna have to do, you know, but it's helping me to also grow more into fixing these problems because that's what I'm learning through my readings and through my, you know, meditations and positive affirmations that there are no problems without solutions. So even though this seems like a minor little problem, there are multiple solutions to fix it. And I am doing the part and doing what it takes to fix these problems. So I hope y'all can understand. I love (laughs) y'all. As always, thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for continuing to support me through my hiatus and my break. And Black Girl Abroad does have a new release day, And that is now every Saturday. Yes, every Saturday. It would be at 4 p.m. Kuwait time, which is, I want to say... 10 a.m. Central Time. I could be lying to you. But just know for sure, the new release date for every podcast is going to be every Saturday, 4 p.m. Kuwait time. So, continue to just, you know, support, y'all. Support and listen. I have the vlog page on IG. That account is black underscore girl underscore abroad underscore i have the twitter page which is bg abroad underscore i have the youtube channel black girl abroad which i will have new videos coming out real soon and i also have the merch don't forget about the merch and shout out to my girl latasha okay latasha jones for purchasing merch a black girl abroad t-shirt because she's gonna be making her way to dubai real soon safe travel friends and inshallah all works out that girl is gonna be making her way on out here yes 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 so she is definitely letting the world know that she is stamped and cultured but i love you all thank you so much bga family And as always, peace from the Middle East. Bye, y'all.